Welcome to Winding Down with the Wendy's, where life, love, and business intersect. I'm your host, Jamila Wendy. And I'm the co-host, Patrick Wendy. And today we have one of our favorite, favorite power couples. And if I tell you power couple for real, power couple for real. Absolutely. Our dear friends and um, just amazing, amazing human beings. We have the honor today to introduce Stephen and Daphne Carter. Welcome, welcome. Hi. Glad to be here. Welcome, y'all. I think she I says think. favor to every couple that comes. I don't here. say I that. I, I, feel I, think, like, I, think I don't know so. if we're different. Are we different? Okay. We're, we're, like, we're, we're the favorite ones on this day. Today. <laughs> today. 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 Today has achieved so much more. I'm so many things, and I'm always very, very inspired by them in everything that they do. Outside of the fact that they're just amazing human beings, their accomplishments, I don't know how they stay humble, but they do. So I'm going to start with Daphne. And Patrick, you get to read Stephen's book. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, then. He was complaining earlier. Am I going to read the whole thing? I'm like, yeah. Hey, I'm just, my only thing was, hey, let's somebody else do something in the world. Let's somebody else do something. You're going to do it justice. Share the world. Share the world. Anyways, my friend Daphne, my friend and my sister Daphne, is she started breaking ceilings at a very, very early age. And honestly, that's just because that's the way her parents raised her. She is a firecracker. She is a boss. And she is from Augusta, Georgia. She is a Southern belle for yes. real. Yeah. And um, she used to lead, uh, she led her traditionally male-dominated field in the STEM industry and she had a career in chemistry and advanced mathematics okay she's like super smart too and she doesn't appear to be a nerd but i have a feeling she has some nerd tendencies which is awesome <laughs> i'm a little bit of a nerd <laughs> right right <laughs> after um completing her advanced degree in math and chemistry she found her with education by tutoring at the boys and girls club where she continued to serve as a board member and advisor through kip now daphne serves as the ceo and founder of the Daphne Carter Group and Ignite Consulting. And she's committed to assisting her clients to navigate the obstacles of life and career for nearly 20 years, actually over 20 years, sorry, you guys, in education, leadership, coaching, wellness, and personal development. Daphne served as superintendent and chief academic officer at KIPP, uh, KIPP Texas Public Schools from 2019 to 2022, where she worked relentlessly to ensure that schools have nurturing environments where kids can break ceilings early and even often build better tomorrows for themselves. Daphne manages the academics and school management for KIPP Texas Public Schools, where she will oversee the academics for 30,000 students. She also serves as uh, the executive leadership to, um, coach for the KIPP Foundation, where she has coached leaders at all levels and loves seeing the transformational changes that come from inquiry-based coaching. Yep, talk about that for a mm -hmm. second, what that means. And some of her work in coaching has been featured in Megan Shanahan's Moran's new book. I hope I did that justice. Mm. Evocative Coaching 2, trans Transforming Classrooms One Conversation at a Time, as well as Leverage Leadership, written by Doug Lamov. She has also co-authored three, not one but two, but three Harvard Business Review papers that's been published in, in um, 20, in 20, 2015, 2016, and 2017. Let me slow down, y'all. 
because I'm getting excited. <laughs> so, <laughs> Daphne's professional experience <clears throat> includes serving in every level from PK to 12 chemistry, teacher, assistant principal, principal, head of schools. She specializes in turnarounds and has been successful and led major efforts at several schools, resulting in increased student achievement and significant improvements in teaching, learning, and school statuses. She's championed nurturing girls in STEM education and in the arts, knowing that from her own experience, how empowering that can be. That can be. And as a mother, mother of a STEM student, I'm like super, super proud. Absolutely. She believes that the future of technology will be better when women substantially participate in its design and passionately support initiatives to this end. She largely credits family to her success, saying that her parents taught her about the values of working hard and that being a mother has taught her much, too. She is a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta, Inc. and the Fort Bank County Lynx, Inc. And she's also a board member of V-Star, a mentoring organization for young women and several other service-oriented organizations. And recently, she was recognized by Fort Bend ISD for her works with Shared Dreams. She's mo her most notable accomplishment is CMO, Chief Mom Officer. I am so stealing that. <laughs> Where she proudly serves alongside her husband, Stephen Carter, raising their two daughters, Madison and Morgan, in Missouri City. But you think I'm done. <clears throat> Daphne is also a complete boss because what we have in front of you today, winding down with the winds, is, is her own line of Daphne Limoncello. Just launched this year. I'm going to talk all about this today um, and um, just kind of let you know how, how her journey started to get to this part. So I'm so proud of you and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for honoring us with your presence. Thank you for having us. We're so honored to be here. Very good, very good. I don't know how I follow all that up, but <laughs> he's got it. He's but I'm a cheat a little bit. I just like okay, I got to do it justice. So one of my boys, one of my favorite people, yes. Stephen Levi Carter. You can't leave out the Levi. I know. Levi. No. Sure. And then you got to get all the letters behind him. MBA, PMP. Uh, he has nearly three decades of executive operational improvements, uh, financial strategy, and visionary leadership in the entrepreneur and corporate sectors. He currently manages several successful businesses, including White Orchid Hospice, LLC, Sterling Staffing Solutions, Carter Brothers Consulting, LLP, Cartera Health, LLC, Home Health Pro, LLC, My, My Med Cred, LLC, Young Millionaire Series 501c3, and Sterling at Home, LLC. He also serves as an investor and silent partner in multiple additional companies. Uh, Mr. Carter, that's what we'll call him from today, right. throughout the day. <laughs> he's, he's earned that's, it. That's 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 that. There you go. Has a strong commitment to serving his community and his country. He served as a combat medic in the U.S. Army for eight years and fought in the Iraqi War. Thank you for your service, officially. And Operation Desert, Desert Shield Storm. For his service, he was awarded the Army Commendation medal for sustained acts of heroism or meritorious service. Additionally, he has co-led multiple community improvement endeavors. He co-founded the Fort Bend Entrepreneur Initiative, which assisted over a thousand small businesses negatively affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. 
He co-founded the Young Millionaire Series 501c3, which focuses on transforming the financial future of our youth by encouraging entrepreneurship as a vehicle to obtaining generational wealth. This organization has served over 300 plus young entrepreneurs. Finally, he has served as a mentor to young men between the ages of three through 17 through his support of the 100 black men of Metropolitan Houston Incorporated and Kappa Alpha uh, Psi Fraternity Incorporated, Kappa League. Mm-hmm. Stephen currently serves on the boards of the following organizations, Better, Biz- Better Business Bureau of Houston, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Houston, Fort Bend Chamber of Commerce, Kashid Beverage L- uh, Limited C- uh, Company, Executive Board, uh, Cartera Health Executive Board, and 100 Black Men of Metropolitan Houston. Uh, from a company award standpoint, Stephen Stephen's company portfolio has been recognized nationally for their record of operational success and community impact. Awards one include five the Inc. 5000 list uh, from 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021, uh, and also left out 2016. <laughs> so we want to say 2016 to 2021 for fastest growing business in the U.S. Uh, the Better Business Bureau Healthcare Company of the Year uh, from 2017 through 2020, American Awards Gold Stevie Awards for 2017 through 2019. Houston Business Journal's Fast 100 for 2019 and 2020, an Entrepreneur 360 Award for 2019, and Top 10 Care Management Service Companies of 2022 by Healthcare Business Review. <clears throat> his literary work literary work includes uh, Mr. Carter and his business partner and twin brother, Dr. Carter, released their first book on October 19, 2018, under Forbes magazine. That's one of the dreams of mine is to write for Forbes or at least be a picture <laughs> in Forbes. Um, uh, yeah, the pose. You got to do the pose, you, you know. And, and, uh, you, got it. you got it. I'm cheering you on. Uh, Forbes magazine's <clears throat> book label, Forbes Books, Double Your Success. Principles to build a multi-million dollar dollar business, multi-million dollar business. Their book has been deemed a number one Amazon bestseller in USA and internationally. Their book will chronicle their pathway to success and give the interesting nuggets of knowledge to those who, those desiring to open a business, current entrepreneurs, and youth looking for a potential model for possible success. Stephen's family. Uh, Mr. Carter shares his success with his beautiful wife of 21 years. Um, it's Daphne, who is an executive coach and educational consultant, and, and his daughters Madison and Morgan. Uh, his education credentials include um, a PMP, project management professional. Who remember that? Remember that those days? <laughs> <laughs> an MBA uh, from the University of Houston, 1999, in accounting. Um, at summa cum laude, Langston University in 1993. You have to put the age. Thank the, you so much. The, the year though, the, the year was a little too much, but um. okay. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. No. It's okay. It's okay. He's an OG. He's an OG. He's an OG. He graduated. That's why I want to make sure people knew in the year because he, he did it all. Yes. Thank you, Lordy. There you go. So welcome, welcome to both of you. Thank you. That is a lot to unpack. And we're going to do some of that unpacking today. But it was important for us to really highlight you guys' success. And you're very, very respected in Houston. Respected in Houston, obviously in the city where we live, where we become 
come to know each other and become friends. And so I was just extremely excited. And of course, I got even more excited after I got to read all the beautiful things that you guys have done. So welcome again. Thank you. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this one. So <laughs> we have, right? Exactly. I look forward to all of them just to be clear. I don't want anybody writing me any letters. But especially for this one. We hope we live up to that expectation. We are so like common people. So we don't yeah. like, they were like, oh, they were boring. Yeah. We are. We are. Nope. Mm -mm. Everyday people. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, But you know, we do have the PNP common. Three of us. Well, did I? Did you get a PNP? In life, absolutely. No, (laughs) we both have that in common. You (laughs) still have, which is very helpful in business. It is. It is. Everything that you do is absolutely. I did enough years of party management where I got a baptism by fire. There you go. That's right. All right, Pat. So, well, my, funny story. So, one of my one of my um, the young ladies that work for me said, "PMP, are you a pimp?" So, <laughs> yes, I, I am a pimp. <laughs> a former pimp. <laughs> That's why they used to call us PMPs yeah. back then. Oh, pimps. 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 <laughs> yeah. But um, but you know, we'll start by just, you know, this show is really about you guys. We, you know, we want to get to know you better. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that because we've gotten to know you both a lot better and just come to fall in love with all of the values, your family, your business, everything that we as a couple like embrace and basically the what do I call it? The 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 tapestry of our relationship, right? And so um, the very first question that we would ask, which I'm sure people are dying to know, is how did this happen? How did this magic happen? Tell us your origin story. You know what? It's uh, I was thinking about how it happened, and I wish I had like this really magical story. Everybody has these super magical stories, <laughs> right? But we um, we have two we have two good friends who always claim that they were they were responsible for the two of us getting getting together. <laughs> Okay. So one of our good friends, his name is Jeff. Um, he had a Super Bowl party, and um, Daphne's sorority sister uh, was who she was who went to school with me, undergrad. Uh, an undergrad, and went to grad school with me, and went to grad school with her. Brought it, brought her to this this uh, Super Bowl party that we were friends of this guy named Jeff, and we met there. And so I thought I immediately thought that she was beautiful. But at the time, I don't. I think she didn't. I can't wait to tell my part of this story. Yeah. I, think, I think at the time she didn't really look at me. She just kind of, you know, she was okay. doing her own thing. She was like life of the party, whatever. But we met there, and I think we started dating years later, though. But at that we met at a Super Bowl party. Okay. We did. We yeah. did. We did. We, we met at a Super Bowl party. So let me tell you my version. Right. Of this story. I want to hear this. <laughs> this is a beautiful part. Like, well, so we're at the Super Bowl party, and everyone gets excited when this guy walks in. He walks in, he becomes the life of the party. And then he has a new BMW, so everyone wants to go outside and see his new BMW, and it's like a big deal. And I commented on his attire as a compliment, and he goes, oh, yeah, because I'm, like, the man. I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's what we're doing today. (laughs) And, no, he did not say anything to me beyond that comment, did not ask for my phone number, didn't say anything. Days later, my sort of sister Angela goes, hey, Stephen asked about you. I was like, no, not a chance. Years later, I moved to Houston. We were in the same uh, circle together, and we started hanging out. I think just like hanging out, just like casually. Um, And then he became like 
one of my best friends, like someone to hang out in Houston. And one of the things that I don't even know if Stephen knows this, but one of the reasons why I really wanted to like hang out with Stephen was because I was afraid to drive at night. Because <laughs> I drove most of Houston. Well, he was never afraid to drive at night. So I would always be like, oh, can you pick me up? He'd be like, oh yeah, I'm on my way. And one of the things, he's always a gentleman. He would like, I would say, you know, you know, call me when you get here. I'll walk downstairs. Oh no, I'm a gentleman. I'll come up to your door. So I was behind the scenes falling in love with him because he was such a gentleman. But at first it was because he could drive at night and I could not. Wow. So I was oh, like, well, yeah. this is a winner for me. Night, nighttime Uber. The nighttime <laughs> Uber. Ready here first. I love it. But no, I think, so I was a, a former promoter. So you guys know Mark Martin. So Mark yeah. and I used to promote back in the day. Chris Smith was my old partner. Wow. And so we were always out on the scene. And so you kind of see all the people, you know, you kind of get caught up in the limelight and everybody is trying to look like there's somebody and dress like there's somebody. And so when I met Daphne, she just had this, like, genuine, like, personality and beauty to herself. So she's from Georgia, like she said, a Southern Peach, mm -hmm. Georgia Peach, Southern Belle. And so she didn't wear a lot of makeup. She wasn't, you know, it wasn't like she was wearing the latest, like, Fendi Gucci trying to, you know, look a certain way. And so it just happened to be so genuine and authentic to me that it just made me feel like I like I like mm -hmm. her as a person. Yeah. And I just fell in love with that authenticity and it just kind of I yeah, like that. That's you know, beautiful. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, so at some point got to the point <clears throat> of getting serious and hey, yeah. I want to spend my life together. How did how did that how did that happen? Did you guys um you know kind of get to the point to where you felt like hey, I this think, take I think it was like it just gradually kind of happened. We were um I think we got we originally got married at 30, the age of 30. Mm -hmm. We started dating around 28 or mm -hmm. so. Yep. And I think that was kind of late, you know, depending on who you ask. Like, um, But for me, during that time, it kind of like felt like it's time for me to find someone special. Yeah, it was, you know, it was just time, right? And I, I was had a list of the things that I really wanted in a woman. Oh, and wow. I was very, very particular about that. And Daphne just hit them all. Nice. nice. You know? okay. Yeah. okay. You're the first man that I've met that actually had a list. No, no, I had a list. <laughs> okay, admitted to it, maybe. Oh, admitted to it. I think yeah. everybody has some type of yeah, criteria. I don't know, but I wouldn't. I don't think I would have called it that back then. There's nothing wrong with saying a list. I just think criteria, standards, Absolutely. Right. Criteria. it's the same exactly. thing. Absolutely. I mean, in your mind, you know, like, hey, okay. In education, we call that a criteria for success. There you CFS. Go. Do there they meet the CFS? And it's like, and I go. know this. I like one, it. So I know she met the CFS. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. There you go. There you go. You know, but it's 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 also, you know, it's about potential at that mm -hmm. point, right? Because we're all, oh, yeah, we were, we were so broken. <clears throat> just like, you know, mm -hmm. we're just like hoping that we'll get together and grow something major and, you know, go on to do big things. But at that point, you're just looking at somebody based upon their potential to be great. Yeah. If you had that potential, like, you know. Like, what did you call it, babe? Get them young before they know what their potential is. <laughs> Raise them up right. I was gonna catch you. I was gonna catch you before you knew your potential. <laughs> what? I don't know if but I no, say that, maybe help uh, shape your potential, but that's okay. <laughs> you know I mean, the. <laughs> Yeah, the crazy thing is, it's it's so funny because I we we actually ran in the same circles yeah. back then, but never really officially met. I remember Mark talking about this friend that he had, and, and I knew um, I knew Patrick knew. Well, I guess you guys had crossed paths at one time, but we were I got always a at the parties. Flies. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. always at the. I was always at the parties because I remember um, um, it was Byron who basically the first fly he ever made. 
He's like, yo, you 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 gonna come to my party? <laughs> well, Barney's gonna kill me if I knew I said that. <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> but yes, you absolutely like we were we were young and just full of full of dreams and exactly. hopes and desires. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what the future could hold, and just living by faith at that point. Yeah, I'm around like it was going to work out for our good, mm. given our parents mm. had raised us yeah, yeah. to believe um, that we could achieve anything. Um, and with God by our side, we could. And so just a future that was full of some mm-hmm. hope and promise. And, you know, I often tell the story, you know, you were reading our accomplishments and people see us. But, you know, I, I think that folks don't understand that, like, what I remember most in our young um, sort of marriage was there was a Friday evening and we were kind of sitting down on the floor trying to get ready to figure out what to do that night. And we were also looking at, OK, here are the bills. This is how much money we have. Mm-hmm. We don't have a whole lot to eat. And there was this like wing place around the corner that we both loved. Mm -hmm. And by, you know, after we finished paying the bills, we only had enough to share a wing dinner that night. Um, And so people sort of like look at what we have accomplished now, but really don't understand sort of the sacrifice and the struggle. The but journey, you know what? Yeah. When we shared that chicken wing mm, dinner oh, that night, it was just ever. love, it right? Was it was right. just love. Right. You know, baby, you want the last piece? Oh, no, you can have the last piece. I'll eat the fries. <laughs> we were happy. We were full of joy. But most importantly, we were just, we were in love. Um, and so I think that we often say to folks when we're like ordinary, normal people, mm-hmm. because we never forget those moments. Absolutely. And that's what keeps you humble, too. Yeah. And I've been eating chicken ever since, so I'm telling you. <laughs> So Pat has this thing where I, I don't like chicken breast, but he loves chicken breast. And when okay. he cooks, he makes chicken breast. And I bet you want something I'm like, no, uh, you, I know tell you, you know, I don't like chicken breast. <laughs> but when he makes it, it's like the most delicious thing ever. It's like I will only eat Pat's chicken breast. That I sounds really that. weird. Yeah. I <laughs> but it's it's true. True. I love it. <laughs> We have to try your chicken. Oh, you have to try chicken. Fried chicken. Oh, okay. I fired myself okay. from making fried chicken. Okay. Like, okay. We don't really eat a lot of fried foods, but if 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 the house is gonna have fried chicken for dinner, Pat's making. If you invite us over for dinner, food, anything, we're coming. Oh, okay. just, I'm we just don't really you know. Pat. We still don't turn out a meal. That's yeah, right. She told him them, them chicken breasts that was stuffed with, uh, with oh, goat yeah. cheese and some spinach. Oh, my gosh. Look at you. Some dried tomatoes. Oh, oh, yeah. like, that sounds so mm. delicious. I can't so, wait. So, yeah, so. no, it was. It was but you, 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 me, yeah, me and Pat, our friends know this. Jamila and Pat are cooking? Oh, we're coming. No, ten listen, we're coming. It's 11 o'clock. So I, I post my photo. I usually post pictures of whatever we make in our little group. That would be and you. And me. You know, and so they're like, what, what, what time? I said, oh, yeah, we already ate it. Oh, yeah. This was after. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't, ain't no more. That went up. <laughs> like, Okay, so we always ask this question, part of the origin story, and this is this is on you. Yeah. How did you propose? You know, I ruined his proposal, but uh, I'm going to let him. Yeah, no, no, go. You, you started then, and I'll, I'll finish. I, I, ruined, I, ruined the, I ruined the original <laughs> proposal. Mm-hmm. There were two. What okay, is- so the... Stephen and I were spending a lot of time together, and in the evening when we got off work, I would be at his house, and I would notice that he would go up in his attic. And so I was like, I think he's hiding something up there. And I was like, is he putting another girl's stuff up there when I'm here, like, hiding her stuff? That would be so And cool. I was really intrigued by this, like, what is in this attic? And I had convinced myself that he had another girl 
who, like, whenever I would come, he would put her stuff in the attic. Which, which respectful girl would go hide in the attic? Well, no, no, he would put her stuff, stuff up there. Oh, like her stuff. I was like, you her toothbrush okay, I was and everything. And I was like, and he was going through drastic measures to, like, hide these things, oh. right? But I had convinced myself that he had another woman. So I was like, oh, this, hmm. this relationship is probably not for me. <laughs> We're not going to be together much longer. And friend, you don't have to go up in the attic because I can go out the door. So, I mean, I already had a great speech. So you'll see us uh, mathematical science mind I mean, went to you know, see the bodies. <laughs> it's either bodies or you yeah. know, right, live right. person. Like the stuff. analytical side of me was like, okay, well, I know that he's not doing anything like illegal or drugs or anything. So let me just look around. And I would always notice that he had bags in his hands. So I was like, mm, okay, so we're planning something for her, but I, I don't deserve it. Oh wow. wow! So in my mind, I had reconciled how I was going to like end this relationship, <clears> so he didn't have to hide another woman. <laughs> No, mm. okay, go ahead. You, you, you go ahead. <laughs> Some of this is new to me. Go ahead. <laughs> Only to find out that he was planning like a surprise trip for us to go to New York. Oh, so I don't know if the proposal was supposed to happen then, but I basically ruined it by asking too many questions. You, you're talking a little too much I mean, in, I, in a way. I was like, you know. what's going on up here? So okay. I think I may have like, well, one of our good friends, Lonnie, um, who was uh, the, our, my hairstylist, was like, like I was sharing this story with her. And yeah. I think because she and Steven worked together, he had shared with her what was happening. Mm. So she was extra quiet. She was, so was trying like, not to give it you away. You agree with me, don't you? You agree with me, not knowing that she knew the secret. So okay. I think I may have ruined it um, in my like overthinking. <clears throat> so, yeah. so did she ruin it? She did. I mean, it, it, of course, it wasn't ruined. She said yes. So that I mean, it, so wasn't, it wasn't ruined. ruined. It wasn't ruined, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the plan was to do it in New York, but it didn't. Uh, it did not end up happening you had that to, way. You had to do something. Exactly. You had so to do something. I think it ended up being more a little bit more simplistic. We went to uh, Memorial Park and oh. had a little um, one of the little cement benches set up, and I drove over there in the night, and of course had candles and wine and all of that good stuff, and proposed there. But it wasn't as Elaborate big as, as, as I originally <laughs> planned it to be. Um, but it was still special. No, that's that's, nice. that's yeah. really special. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, if, if that was it, I'm, I'm wondering what the New York thing would have been like. <laughs> that's the thing, though. <laughs> they save money. You know, and then she got a chance to look around in the attic and she was comfortable and then look at him now. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Really? The attic was the beginning. You know, it's been elevated ever since. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there it is. But you know, y'all bring up a good point. How do two analytical minds share a life? Because like for us, like we're yin and yang. I'm, I'm analytical, he's analytical, but I'm also a very free spirit, so it kind of balances out a little bit. Gotcha. But you guys are super analytical, like smart, smart. <laughs> like, like. I don't know where you know. I don't know where you get. I don't know. You have accounting, you have chemistry, you have right. math. You know, like what is what what is what does a day in a life look like for y'all? Like, and how do you how how do you guys process through making decisions? You know. I think we turn it on and turn it off, right? Yeah. So when you and and when you're in a space where you have to be analytical and do that kind of thing, we we turn it on, and when we get home, we got to turn it off. Now, I I will admit that my wife always says that I try to be the CEO at work and at home. Oh well, <laughs> a little doing a little bit too much at home. I don't know how to turn that part off sometimes. Um, so I, I struggle with that a little bit. Still trying to work on that a little bit. But no, I try to leave it in the right space. But you have a house full of. 
women, right? I, I, I do. So, you know, the excess chromosome is strong. You, you know, <laughs> it, is. Yeah. it is. So it is. <laughs> Be like Pat, Pat tells me you're you're not the boss of me. I'm not one I'm not one of your little employees. Yeah. It's but yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Well, you know, you just don't want people rolling over and asking you for a status on something like what? Who? A status? <laughs> what, what's, what's going status on? on like, yeah. Oh well, let me tell you. Welcome, <laughs> welcome you to email. my world. When you get yes. to the welcome yeah. to my yeah, yeah. world. So we, that's actually a great segue. There's we want to ask some more relationship questions, but I really want to, um, everyone to hear the story about the Daphne. Yeah, no, no. no, you start us off. So, well, so, so Daphne Limoncello is a partnership between Daphne and her best friend, Taya. And so, um, I think, I think the story goes that they, they, they were, um, you know, girlfriends, mm -hmm. um, would hang out all, you know, together with other girlfriends, always try, and they were all, they all tried to be mixologists, especially Daphne. Okay. And, uh, so she would go to a liquor store trying to find something new and different to mix that evening to show off to her friends. And I think it was a, a local smaller <clears throat> liquor store in the area that recommended Limoncello. And so she had it. Mixed it with the with our friends. They all fell in love with it, and then we did like a milestone uh, vacation last year. Oh yeah! <clears throat> it went to so went to south of France. Went to the Amalfi Coast, Naples, uh, Saint Tropez. This wonderful vacation, but but in uh, Italy. Obviously, limoncello is this big thing, and yeah. everywhere you go, it's like limoncello. They're giving you free shots when you walk down the street. You know, in the restaurant, it's the aperitif. It's all this thing. And so it was so sexy and luxe and all of that. And we were with, Daphne was with Taya and her husband, Azim, and we were all sitting there talking. <clears throat> and we said, you know what? We should start our own limoncello company. Wow. And, uh, you know, do our own brand. And, and, nice. and you know, we that idea just kind of grew from there and 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 they went on to to, to develop something amazing. Is wow. that right? Did I miss anything? You you know what? You were 99% on point. That's funny. I think the the 1% that then now has grown into <clears throat> the other 100% of this is um so we had tons of drinks that night. And so I actually did not take the conversation seriously, seriously. beyond that point. <laughs> right. But I'm also married to a serial entrepreneur who literally gets back and is like, so what are we going to do about this limoncello? Are we going to start this business? What are we going to do? Um, a couple of weeks later, retired from work. Stephen's like, what are you going to do? And then he like basically places Ty now on the spot. What are y'all going to do? Are y'all actually going to get serious about this? So we were like, oh, yeah, we're really serious about this. And then you saw where he talked about he's a investor. Mm -hmm. So he talks to Azim, and they're like, we're going to be your first investors, and you all are going to start this business. So let's go. So when Amazing. you talk about his status check every morning, he would get up. Listen, y'all, Stephen gets up super early, like 3.30, 4 a.m., I'm usually like getting out of the bed. I'm like, you know, 5 30, 6 o'clock. I got to get my coffee. I'm about yeah. to read my Bible. 
Y'all, he literally, he would come out of the room and say, oh, yeah, I already filed for the LLC. Um, I got a designer for the bottles. Uh, we got to find a distillery. Y'all, like, every morning. And wow. I would be like, oh, this is too much. I'm feeling <laughs> okay. Yeah, these milestones, man. Yeah, these milestones. some, like, quiet time, and the girls yeah. would get up, and it's time for them to go to school. And he would, like, have a list of things for me to do. And so when he would leave, I would call Ty and say, um, so Stephen says, you're the five things we have to get done today. Today. It's like Shark Tank, um, Shark Tank Central, huh? There it is. Yeah, exactly. And I felt like, y'all, I felt like I was pledging all over again. <laughs> um, like, all wow. over again. Like, my life had turned upside down. And so, the other part of this is, Stephen is truly a business starter. He can take an idea to fruition. So, whenever I talk about Kashid Beverage and mm. having, like, bottles on shelves... People are like, when did y'all start? I'm like, nine or ten months ago. Yeah, like, yeah it's been less than yeah, a year. Wait, yeah. You know yeah. what? You just said that and just blew my mind. Yeah. Because I remember when y'all took that vacation. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Most folks say it takes us two to three years to even, like, get on, a, on the shelf. And I was yeah. like, well, you think Stephen... Oh my Carter, gosh. His, his, his friend, Azim Rashid, who basically was like every single day, Stephen would have a list of things to do. And I was like, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. And before I know it, like we were in the midst of that is, um, a beverage. It's incredible. But Such you know, you know story. what's interesting, and you guys can appreciate it, right? <clears throat> as, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, the, the mindset and the activity and the hustle that it takes to start a business is different than being a C-level executive in mm -hmm. a company that's mm -hmm. already started, right? Right. And so for me, I know that that hustle, I know what it takes to start a business. And Daphne is amazingly talented, but she's been a C-level a C executive at a company that, like, or is already, she just had to come in and, and manage her team, right? Mm -hmm. Which is great. But when you when you have to, you know, start a company, you start from the ground up. You got to build Doing everything. You're building, yeah. as I like to say, you, you're building and flying the plane at the same, at the same time. time. You're flying the plane and yep. building at the same yep. time. So you got to understand, and not everybody is built for that. So that that was the little part that I brought to it. And then they've taken this thing and just taken it to the next level. But I just helped them get the plane on the, I'm just telling you, it's, it's like I'm, I'm usually not lustful. <laughs> Awards, but I am a little bit because there's like so much unpacking to go there. Here's the thing: you guys launched a beverage company in less than a year, mm -hmm. and let's not forget the fact that you know you don't look like everybody who launches a beverage and gets company. on the shelf. Not just launching, getting get on the shelf. On the yeah. shelf, and so <clears throat> I think that I mean, obviously, is is beyond beautiful the type of support. But there's there is it's not just support, it's accountability, it's saying we're gonna do this, but I'm also gonna help you there. I, one of the things that we experience with couples is someone has an idea and they're really passionate about it. And I I think Mary the young person could screw your life up. Yeah. Because this could have been a dream that just died at the vine. Yes. And you guys took it there, but you've done that with all of your businesses as well. And I think that is absolutely admirable. Oh, absolutely. To be commended. I mean, when you think about what you hit the nail on the head, how, you know, what it takes to get a business going and, you know, to thrive and, um, you know, and definitely with your life partner, that's a whole nother dynamic there and being able to kind of uh, be on the same page and align in that respect. Um, so, I mean, because, you know, track record of success all the way around. So that's, you know, definitely, but I guess when you look at, you know, uh, the evolution of, you know, getting something like a product to market and, and so quickly, 
I mean, I mean, obviously you still have to have you know family time. You have to have right. personal time. You have to set boundaries and 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 hey, hey we're gonna we're gonna at least take two hours and have a date night, or we're gonna you know how, how's you know I know you guys work hard, play hard as well. Sure. So how, how do you how do you balance all of that? I mean that that's you know yeah. What do you think? Dad? Um, you know I think using the word balance is so like dangerous, right? Because yeah, yeah. it's never a balance. balance. Yeah. And so I think our I think of our marriage like as a like a checking account. So mm. we'll make like some heavy withdrawals, mm. right? Where like one of us um, or both of us just have a really really busy season, um, but then you know then the other one of us will like just like recently when Stephen like surprised us surprised him for a trip will make a deposit of time and energy and, and intimacy and closeness knowing that we may step back and go into a season of heavy withdrawal. Yeah, so I think nice. a little bit about withdrawals and deposits. And, you know, there'll be moments where, like, Stephen will know that I'm having, like, a challenging couple of days and he'll mm-hmm. be on his way home from work and be like, hey, let's meet here for dinner or whatever. And there are some moments when I'm like, I don't feel like it, right? But I know that that's like a deposit. So I think about withdrawals and deposits and, like, how do we balance that off? I think the other thing is that, like, you know, <clears throat> there's this piece around, like, patience mm-hmm. and love and contentment. And so... I know that like my husband absolutely adores and loves me. And so I think so so many times like as women we'll get caught up in like he's not paying me enough attention. Oh, he, you know. And I think we just have to like so for me it's in those moments when he's like working late or getting up early to like work on his own businesses. Mm-hmm. I know him as a God-fearing man and I know he's doing it for our family. Mm-hmm. And I know that he will do whatever to make sure the girls and I are taken care of. So in those moments, like that contentment and moving outside of like my own personal agenda is super Mm -hmm. important. So I don't generally say balance. I generally say like we make some withdrawals, you make some deposits, but you love the other person and you have to like over love. And so like this morning, Stephen and I got into a tiff and I think at the end of it, like you overlove, meaning like you overlook all of that mud. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, in those moments, there's so many blessings, so many blossoms to look forward to. And so, um, I I call it the my my mother taught me this. Um, she calls it the woman check. Like sometimes you got to check in with yourself as a woman. Mm-hmm. Now, am I putting my own agenda here as a woman because <clears throat> I'm like the emotional state? Or is this really worth it, right? right? And so, like, I have to always check myself uh, to determine it. And then sometimes, like, no, it is because I'm, like, being overly emotional. So I have to overlook. I have to overlook and get to the blessings and the blossoms. So I think balance is, like, a dangerous yeah. word for that's, that's our fair. marriage. Yeah. Fair. Like, uh, right. So I generally try to stay away from that word. Man- oh. Manage, yeah. All right, I'm emotional. <laughs> oh, that's, that's deep right there. That, that was that so is. deep. I learned some, some <laughs> that nuggets. Was so deep. <clears throat> yeah, and that's beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm going to play that over and over. People <laughs> yeah. need to hear that. As, um, so, so what is your take on it, Stephen? So, I mean, she 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 laid that out <laughs> wonderfully, <laughs> right? Um, and I and I think she's right. So, one is that as providers and protectors, as men, mm-hmm. and I take that role extremely seriously, right? Yes, he does. <clears throat> and I don't know if it was just the way that I was raised. I come from a southern. My, all of my folks are from Mississippi. We believe in family and taking care and I, that's what I saw right even though my my uh, my my 
parents, it was a little, you know, dysfunctional as everyone was. But I understand what it means to be the the, the head of the household. And so I think as men, sometimes we get too caught up in doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, everything that I'm doing is for the family, and you should <clears> just <throat> see that and appreciate that. And so I think it comes with, you know, wisdom comes with age and experience, and you realize that that's kind of what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> you and so you don't get credit for doing yeah, what you're supposed to do. <laughs> um, you still have to do those other things to take care of your your wife, your loved ones emotionally, right? Yeah. And, put, yeah. and make those emotional deposits. Um, and so it, it, it is it is def, it is it is balanced in a way because you do have to check yourself to say, hey, am I doing enough? on taking care of my wife as a woman to make sure she has what she needs mm-hmm. to to feel appreciated, to feel loved, to feel um, beautiful, right? You yeah. know, just saying, hey, you look amazing today. Hey, um, that dress that you're wearing, you, you smell wonderful. I love your hair like that. I saw your nails, you know, your nails, are just paying attention to the little Notice, things. Yeah. Um, but it is, it is a special kind of sacrifice that happens when you are dating someone who is, and this is this goes both ways because both of us are overachievers. Both of us are, you know, we a personalities, lions, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so you do have to sometimes sacrifice, right? And mm-hmm. so um, there have been times of, you know, my wife um, is an amazing leader, and she's gotten up the totem pole because of being so amazing. But that also means that you put in a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so there are times when I would love to be like, oh, I, I, I want a, a meal on the table when I get home. <laughs> and, you know, a hot meal waiting for me. And so that's just a sacrifice that you take. And so yeah. that, those are the things that you understand when you have such an amazing, powerful woman who, who you know, leads an organization and, and does those kind of things. And so it's just being understanding. No, I, I love that. I didn't think you could get close to topping that, but now you, you're both on the same page. <laughs> well, and it doesn't like. Well, hold on, and it doesn't hurt that I'm from Augusta. Like, let me yeah. just be clear. Yes. It does not hurt that I'm from Augusta and raised by a grandmother who said, "Look." You got two times a year mm. to curse him out. You can say every curse word <laughs> yeah. in the book, but you only what? get two times a year. Okay. And don't use your time up too early in the year because then you got to go through the entire rest of the year trying That's to funny. You know, be graceful and yeah. be patient. So it also doesn't hurt that I'm from Augusta yeah. and I got a little edge, you know. So, you know, there's That's a little funny, edge yeah. there too coming from Augusta, Georgia. Yeah, but there's, oh, there's a time. There's a time. I love that. I'm going to have to put that in my, on my, in my, in my, uh, what's my, my handbook. Uh-huh. I think I think we had a time between 2014 and 2015 where she added all of those t- twice a year. Oh, it was, it was just a lot. It was just like, all in I one. need to use all my credits and right now. 2016, 2016, she got, got Take it easy on you. Take it easy on Like woman who did not curse at all, mm. but she would say, "Oh, when people were like, 
Wow, y'all married 50 plus years. She was like, Yeah, and I only curse him out two times a year. Two times a year. And that's what she would tell me. I know, but I have to stack up my cussing. Something to think about. Stack it up. And she said, And then she she said, And you use every word. Every word. Oh my gosh. Every word you think of, just use it. And then when you're finished, you're finished. Therapeutic, though. Oh my God. I wish I knew your grandmother. Twice. Lord. That is, those are words of wisdom. And speaking of words, Words of wisdom. I've actually seen you make some of those deposits the last time we hung out. Yeah, that was uh, that was amazing. Thank um, you. When we had the the, the, the official tasting, do you do you want to talk about that? <laughs> sure, y'all put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> no, just uh, it was it was her birthday, and and um, you know, of course, we just want to do something special and put in those deposits. And it, there there been we've been working really hard on the definitely Machola product, and you know. As you guys know, right? So every it, from the outside, it always looks like it was been smooth and shiny, no problems, no issues. Mm-hmm. It always looks like course, that, right? right? And so, but you don't see the That's behind right. the scenes That's turmoil right. and the stress and everything that happens. So there have been some challenges, and so I was like, I, you know, I think we she needs a break, and she always loves to to you know unwind and recharge by going out of town. Um, and she works from home, so you know you're at home all the time. So getting a break really means yeah. changing environment. So for for her birthday weekend, I surprised her to a, you know a trip to Cancun, and um, you know I had a suitcase ready and you know, bought her some clothes for the trip, so she wouldn't have to nice. worry about you know what to wear because you know that's a whole nother process. Yes, we can't go on vacation without <laughs> having outfits lined oh, up. Oh man, but they make it so, hard on some of us. Yeah, but, but that's yeah, a beautiful so, thing. Though. My so, husband over there twitching one time. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I might need to make some. And that was also one of those, like, where you have to, like, show a tremendous amount of gratitude and grace because he told me that morning at, like, 7.05. Yeah. We were leaving to go to a fundraising breakfast, coming back Mm -hmm. to go to the girls' brunch for the limoncello. Mm -hmm. And so there wasn't a lot of time for me to pack. And I had two choices in that moment. I could get upset and be like, oh, my gosh, you didn't give me a chance to pack. What do you have in this suitcase? Oh, my goodness. That is the emotional, like, I'm going to follow my own agenda. Or I could say, wow, God, look at you. Hmm. I have everything I need. And so I looked at him, and he was like, is this good? I was like, Aww. as long as I have you, like, I'm good. Aww. That protects her. And, nice. and, and someone taking the time to do that. So that's what I mean by, like, check yourself sometimes. Yes. Because I could have, I was, like, ready to get, like, overly stressed. All I did was grab a few swimsuit covers. I was like, I'm good. Make sure, you know, look, the underwear was cute. Yes. I was hey, like, there, you there you go. There you go. Where's he got underwear from? So. She got look good in there. There you go. A little selfish. No, but I do but I do love hearing the story about, you know, uh, you know, you champion one another. I mean, because yes. you know, when you when you both are so accomplished, you know, you don't want to get into this whole competitive, even though it may be in different spaces yeah. in limelight, but but just supporting one another, championing one another, uh, being each other's rock, and then allowing that 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 the, the passions to grow and yeah. let you do your thing, and you know, do her, and being there for one another. I think that's I think that's beautiful. And I think more people can can learn from that and benefit from that as well. So especially when you have, you know, we always say bosses and, and what have you, but you know, you know. Two folks that are again so so accomplished and, uh, and and have achieved so much. So yeah, no, absolutely. And speaking of, I mean, and you 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 guys are giving us. I, I'm, I haven't even looked at my questions. We're just beautiful questions. I mean, beautiful <laughs> conversations. Yes, the road hasn't been 
Mm-hmm. You know, all Easy. smooth. Or yeah. if you were, everybody would be having the same conversation, right? right? But right. let's let's talk about some of those things that you you know you would like to share. Some of those things where you're you're really asking yourselves, okay, is this a deal breaker? Can we even make it? Are there? Can you share one or two of those experiences? Because I know we've all been through it, right? Absolutely. Oh, we've had several. Um, <laughs> and, and, and when I say several, not, I don't I mean several I like no, I, know, I, I know. mean several times that we've come. <clears throat> Y'all have to understand we've been married 20, 22 years. 22 yeah. years. Yeah, 22 years. Um, so we, you know, every couple of years, there'll be a moment when we're like, okay, are we on the right track? Are mm-hmm. we together? Are yeah. we moving at the right pace? And you're right, when you're like achieving so much. Sometimes when you slow down, you have to make sure that your paths haven't grown in two different mm-hmm. directions. Absolutely. So that's what I mean by there have been several moments where we've had to stop and like check each other. Mm. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so I think part of that is like Stephen has had to check me and I've had to check him. And so those are like the checkpoints where, you know, you got to be real with each other yeah. and like remove the gloves. So that's what I mean by there have been several. Um I think one is like when I first started like being promoted um, after leaving uh, the school as a school principal and like these promotions were coming fast and rapid. I was traveling. I was doing all these great things. And um, I had been put on a man-made pedestal. Mm. And um, my tone at home was kind of curt mm-hmm. and, and fast because I thought I was moving at a fast pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I, I had to get checked, right? And so, like, at first I was like, wait, who going to check me, boo? Right, like, right, 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 right. For a minute. Um, and then, you know, like, you know, Stephen had to, like, sit me down and be like, hold on. Let me be <laughs> We're not at the school. There ain't no time out yeah. here. Now, hold on, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear. Um, and so I think those are the moments where, like, you have to, like, just with humility, like, really check in and do some reflection. I call it mirror moments where you got to hold up the mm-hmm. mirror and not the magnifying glass. Right, and at first right. you want to magnify somebody else's You're stuff. You're like, oh, it's your but problem, like you not did, mine. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so Stephen would not put the mirror down. Love I was it. like, ooh, this hurt. Ooh, this hurt. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so, Too yeah. receptive to it, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah, a lot, but you know what? You know, that makes a big... That's a, that's a huge thing, though, Daphne, because a lot of women, especially us boss babes, Boss chicks, yeah, all the all the yeah. boss. Who created that word? Lord have mercy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm being to really hate it, but yeah. I love it at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but because, it's, it's, but it, it's true because you know we're in a society now where as women we can do anything we want, we can be anything we want to be, and that whole that part about you know what that's his insecurity, that's his problem. He doesn't, he's not appreciating the fact that I'm climbing up the ladder. That's usually the attitude a lot of women take. And that's the reason why 50% of marriages where, um, actually more like 70% of marriages where both partners are very successful fail, you know? So as a woman in your position to recognize that and admit it is a huge lesson for a lot of women out there, because I know I've been guilty of it, and he's held up the mirror because he's he always holds me accountable. And Lord, and yes, it have, there have been several. <laughs> well, we we, we all have several. across the bear, so right. That's the beauty of the journey, though. That's the beauty of the journey, though, because you know, like I tell her, you know, she's you know, we've known each other for wow, like twenty something years. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been married a little over ten, mm-hmm. but um, but you know. 
when you when you look at kind of the you know the challenges along the way, the journey, you know, the yeah. the, the great times, the the times where you just kind of like. You know, okay, Lord, we, 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 yeah, we're going to hold on to you. Right. <laughs> well, just in general, just as human beings, as you, you know, evolve as people in career. And I remember we used to travel internationally six, seven, eight weeks at a time, you know, like, you know, we still here, like over here. Like, you know, it's like, remember, you know, and so, uh, but so nevertheless, no, I, I think that's uh, definitely incredible. And then, you know, it's, it's, you know, life's a journey. And then when you just think about just, you know, the evolution of a relationship and just kind of how you go together and it's, and it's, you know, and it's, it's worth it. You know, mm-hmm. you look yeah. back at what you've yeah. accomplished, you know, together. Um, and it's just, you know, feeling, you know, loved and you can be you and be an individual, but also knowing that you're one, uh, it's just, it's just, um, you know, it's hard to put words to it. Yeah, you know, and you, feeling, so. exactly. You don't always feel like you're one, you know, the, you know, the, the bells aren't always there. Yeah. The tummy tangling doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in love with each really? other. No, it, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. Butterfly yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> You know, and people will mistake that for being out of love, yeah. right? But yeah. how do you, uh, and, you know, how did you, uh, and I know you've had your moments too where she had to do the same thing and right. vice versa, but what are those moments with that that allow you to say, okay, I'm holding on to this. This is not, this is something that I'm I'm basically going to, you know, what's the word? I'm, my Nigerian brain is kicking in, but you're holding on to the reins and going, I'm not letting this go, which we're, we're going to figure this out. So, you know, what is that pivotal moment for you? What was that pivotal moment and this is a question for both of you but, yeah, but yeah. she, she you know, got checked and she checked you right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll say just in general so married 22 years which means that we have been through it all mm. there's it, anybody who's been married over 10 mm. yeah you know you've been through some stuff absolutely mm-hmm. been through <clears> some <throat> stuff you've been through you've been to the point of just saying hey i don't know you know it, it's been great it's been bad it's it's been all of that I think the biggest thing is that obviously we, you know, we knew that we loved each other and it was genuine. Right. And so even though we may have, we've gone through a lot, I don't think that I ever had ever, ever imagined not being with her. Right. Mm-hmm. Put me out. I may leave, you know, whatever, but I, I'm coming back. We're just going to work through this and it's going to be okay. But more importantly, I think, um, seriously, you have to have a village of people, a, a village of people that will hold you accountable and not just be the yes people when things mm-hmm. going bad. Yeah. Um, you know, parents, older elders that can talk about the things that what you're going through, there's nothing new under the sun. Absolutely. Everybody's gone through. Um, other married couples that can co you know co-sign with, with, with what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but you gotta be very careful about who you share your stuff with. Oh, absolutely. And 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 so I think that we were we were fortunate enough to have a sounding board of people that held us accountable and and and, and said no you, you get back in there mm. absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's, that's, I mean, <laughs> it's no part it's true of it. it's yeah. true you're absolutely right I mean yeah. I think I think that's been the thing yeah. for us too is having a tribe of people you know some we've grown apart from some mm-hmm. we're still friends with but i think one of the decisions we made when we got married because we're on number 2 okay. we didn't get the first one right yeah um um was that no matter what happened especially when we knew we were going to be in business for each other right. is that we had to make a promise to each other that no matter what happened if it came down to us <laughs> or the business 
We choose us. We choose us. I love it. And um, it. As, and and that decision is hard to make, yeah. especially when you're growing and expanding and doing all those things. But it it's our center. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and one so, of you may need to find something else to do. Like, for a living, you know? <laughs> right, right. Like, like one of us is quitting, or <laughs> someone's going back to exactly, work. Exactly. You know? But this is this is our family, and it's the reason why we even started this in the first place. Absolutely. So, um, so let's let's talk about some fun stuff. So, yeah. Stephen talked about he like he likes he likes um, vacation Daphne. Remember that? Vacay Daphne. Vacay Daphne. Let's talk about Vacay Daphne. Daphne. Oh my God. Vacay Daphne turns up. <laughs> I, I can, I can you know, Vacay Daphne likes, likes the pretty underwear, you know, <laughs> you know, bathing suits are popping out. You know, we could, you know, we could kind of relax a Loose little bit. Vacay Daphne. She likes to drink, <laughs> have a good time. I like that. Vacay like Daphne. Vacay Daphne is taking shots at the airport. Are we not getting to the airport to take my shots? There we go. Staying up late. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, Absolutely. hold on. We don't stay up late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, not that. <laughs> not that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the okay. first one. <laughs> but before 11, you know, oh, well, yeah. I'm oh, going oh, hard oh, enough. He, so we stay in the same day. Wake up and go to bed the same oh, day. Yeah. Okay. He, know, he truly believes in that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, but before then, like, we turn be, up. Get oh, all in before 11. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> put that in mind. I, gotta, yeah. I love it. I love it. So, so one, one of the things I wanted to, and talk more about it a little bit. It's fine. Okay, so when you came up with the concepts for both of these uh, limoncello flavors, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of walk us through that. Like, what mm. you know made you choose? Um, and, I, and I don't even tell us what the two flavors are. Yeah, and then kind of you know how would you describe uh, the flavor profile for each, and then just kind of the inspiration. I mean, we know the inspiration from the trip, sure, or what have you, sure. but but you chose those two flavors for a reason. Yeah, so. I'll do the limoncello, and then I'll yeah. let Stephen do the berrycello because okay. he's actually responsible <clears throat> for the berrycello. Um, so the limoncello, you know, just in all the years that I've been like tasting limoncello and having it in drinks and shooting it or sipping it. Um, I always thought that like a traditional liqueur is very sweet and mm-hmm. syrupy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would always have to like cut it with something to like take that syrupy sweet edge off. Mm-hmm. So I always thought if I ever had my own limoncello, like it would actually sit right in the middle between a vodka and a liqueur. Okay. Um, and so that's what our limoncello does. It sits right in the middle between a vodka and a liqueur. So you can sip it, you can shoot it, um, you can mix it. It's best like just, you know, chilled mm-hmm. um, for that and so it i we wanted something that was still in the like ready to drink like you can just pour it if you need it to mm-hmm. as you can um, tell we've been sipping it straight yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. and yeah. my Absolutely. best friend taya like she she is like she loves like bourbons and whiskeys mm-hmm. and so i also needed something that could mix well with her bourbon and her whiskeys that wouldn't like dilute or take away um uh, from the robustness of a bourbon so that's another reason why we needed to sit in the in the middle and so that's our limoncello. Um, nice. So we're super excited about it. We found a distillery in Jacksonville. That's a whole different story. But we <laughs> tried to find one in Texas, couldn't, and found a uh, someone who was like, you know, like already experienced making limoncello in Jacksonville. He wasn't taking new products. I literally, y'all, found this man's phone number on LinkedIn. I know yep. that's going to be oh, like, wow. what happened. I found his phone number, like, just like per chance. I called him, and then he's like, who is this? I was like, oh, I'm one of your new products. But he was like, no, who is this again? I was like, no, 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 you haven't taken me yet. But <laughs> like, I want you to do my limoncello. <clears throat> and so developed a relationship with him. Amazing guy, amazing distillery. And everyone said, if you want something flavored, you go to Dustin. He's amazing with citrus distilleries nice. in the process of all of this 
when it hits 4 a.m., as soon as I wake up at 5, get in my coffee, Stephen goes, I got an idea. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> Another one. Another one. <laughs> and then what, how, what made you come up with Nutella? <clears throat> no, so um, so let me let me step back for a second. I, I do want to say this. So a lot of people that come out with liqueurs are liquors right now. The easy way to do it is a white label of bottle. Mm. Right? And what, what white label means is that essentially you find someone who already has a vodka, you just put your name on a bottle mm-hmm, right. and you put their vodka in the bottle, right? And same thing with burden, bourbons, you know, Scott, every liquor that's out there, someone can white label it and you just come out with your own bottle and say that this is your flavor. Mm. Um, and and, and a, a lot of celebrities do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do that. And that's fine for them. We were very, very specific about making sure that we had our own formula and recipe that fit the flavor profile that we were looking for. Mm -hmm. And so, like Daphne mentioned, a traditional limoncello is very syrupy and very thick. And so it's something that may be more appealing to an Italian palate, but not not in America, right? Mm -hmm. So we wanted to to have something lighter. Keeping you know in 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 context with something more healthy, less sugar, things mm-hmm. of that nature, so that went all that all went into the to the decision okay. of how we. And then when we talked, when we just we decided on a, a, a distillery in Jacksonville, we wanted mm-hmm. organic lemons and we wanted something authentic. And so when you think about citrus, there's only two places in America: it's really yeah. going to be California yeah. or it's going to be Florida. Mm-hmm. So we chose chose Jacksonville because we knew that we could get organic lemons that were the the highest profile ultra mm-hmm. premium and and we Meyer lemons are our that's our specific lemon that we use for our juice so we're super excited about that the berry cello though is something that to be honest goes to maybe more of the urbanness okay. of Hello. us yeah. we we tend to like something that's in the berry strawberry watermelon kind of flavor profile but what has been really popular if you go to a bar right now is something like a hibiscus, you know, martini mm-hmm. or a yeah. mint and strawberry yeah. or something like that. So that that had been really popular. So I wanted something that would be kind of in that strawberry, berry and hibiscus or mint kind of flavor profile. And what we found out is we were trying to create the flavor of berry cello is that adding hibiscus to it from a liquid standpoint doesn't come off that great. Yeah. Okay. So we played around and play with played around with it and just ended up coming up with the berry cello. But it 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 has been a surprisingly favorite, surprisingly a favorite of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the the profile is amazing. It, it mixes well with a lot of things. And in fact, like we know, like we figured out today, we mix a berry cello and, and like a lemon perfect. cello, <laughs> and it's perfect. So yeah. it worked out well. And the good thing is that like this, we, this is also like a family and friends drink mm-hmm. because like even the design of the bottle, we had like family and friends vote on the design of the bottle. Mm-hmm. And so that is the, the, this design is actually two separate designs originally. Okay. And folks started like giving their input. Oh, I like this, but yeah. I like this. And friends would say, Oh, I like this, but I don't like this. The same thing with the with the formula. We actually had a tasting at our home and 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 had folks come over and like literally, y'all, we probably tested over 18 limoncellos. Yeah, 18 wow. nice. We literally tested over eight. We had like, y'all, we had like four <clears throat> sheets where yeah. we scored our nice. profile, flavor, smell, like put in the work. Yeah. yeah. We put, put in the work. Yeah. And then that analytical brain, yeah. like I put it in a spreadsheet and it was like, okay, they like this. This is the number one. Like it was really fun, but at the same time, that analytical plenty, brain was like, yeah, plenty of work yeah. for it. Yeah, to, yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, 
so friends and family helped us all the way down to like even the cork, like having a glass cork with the yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful. I was going to ask you about yeah. that the yeah. the corks the, the because that's very different. But what I do like is I hate sweet drinks, right? I I do not do sweet. So the first thing I heard, first time I heard the lemon chill was okay. Maybe it's going to be too sweet, but the first time I tasted it, it was so refreshing. Mm-hmm. I was telling Pat, I said I could do this on the patio. Yeah. With some ice, yeah. you know, throw that's some it. lemons in it. I don't need anything else in it. Maybe throw some more vodka in there, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but um, but then I mentioned earlier, I think, because when we were having that that brunch, I was like, I, my one of my favorite go-to drinks is either a vodka martini or a Vesper, yeah. which has both. I was like, I wonder if I mixed this instead of using a lulette, which is what they use for a Vesper. Let me try that. And yeah. It was perfect. So far, I've tried it with pretty much everything, and it goes perfectly. That's why I think this is going to be such a, a big, big hit. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, limoncello is not something that's widely known. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in fact, we talked to a lot of people. They've never heard of limoncello before. Um, so that's so exciting because we're introducing people to something new. new. Yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to be honest, man, it's just we're, we're just a moment away from a viral deal where people are just like, this is my new drink. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and and the one thing about, um, you know, uh, what's happening now about support us that I yeah, love yeah. is that, you know, once we turn people on to something that we say this is quality and so you could appreciate, we tend to jump on, you know, with all all arms out and, yeah. and, and jump into it. So we're hoping to, to get some of that love. You know, Absolutely. women women owned, African-American women owned uh, company, you know, genuine Texas, you know, it, it, there's a lot of different. It's got a great story. So, so people want to. You know, Ooh, oh, before, before even that, because I, I want to make sure that we get that information out. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to ask something. How did you come up with the name? So, so I pushed the names to be honest. So you bullied your way um, to the name, right? So, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. Obviously, Daphne is is her name is Daphne. Yes. Her bottle is Daphne, but the name itself is a French name, right? Mm. Um, it, more French. I guess it's French, not Italian, but French. And so I thought it was in in uh, close enough to the Italian um, piece, unique. Um, she spells her name with an A, which is always interesting because everyone wants to do Daphne without an A. And uh, you know, I just thought it would be unique and something that that. Uh, and, and of course, when I think of something beautiful and tasty, <laughs> say my name all the time. Let's just face yeah. it. He likes saying yeah. my name. It's, it's yeah. perfect. The name yeah. is perfect. It's yeah. catchy. Yeah. I was just curious how because you know with partnerships, right? You're like, okay, did y'all flip a coin? What what did you guys do? But right. I thought it was a perfect, perfect well, the, name. Well, definitely the next the, the next drink that we come out with it, which will probably be a bourbon or a scotch, nice. probably be nice. named off. Oh, awesome, awesome. Um, because she, that's, yeah, she said she mentioned that she loves yeah. those. Now, this thing is going to grow. Uh, absolutely. I mean, only the beginning, <clears throat> and it's going to grow, and we're super excited about it. And you're right, like, uh, two black women, like, getting into mm-hmm. the industry, uh, the spirit industry, nice. has been challenging. And there are moments when, like, my voice, like, someone attempts to silence my voice and mm-hmm. wants to listen to Stephen Orzine before they listen to Ty and I. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a moment when I would just say, okay, well, Stephen, you talk to him. And lately I've been like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You are going to listen to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to be loud. And I'm not going to repeat myself. So I'm going to let silence be golden. Say what I'm going to say. Let it sit with you mm-hmm. until you're so moved by the spirit to respond. 
And so I think, but it has been challenging at moments to like break into this industry. And, and I can if all imagine, else fails, yeah. you just tell them you got two times a year. I was about to say. I'm going to tell y'all like, I got two more I got two times a year. You it's very happy to give you, you know, <laughs> loan you a couple of, some, you some coupons. Some, you can have my second one for the year. You know what? You got one left. You can have it. You know, but you bring up a great point and I'm glad that you mentioned that because I was thinking it but I was like I'm gonna save that for the next show because we have to get you guys back here yeah, I feel like sure. there were so many things that we didn't get to talk about yes. but we could be here for hours but I know Braxton's gonna be like listen y'all books <laughs> um, but no let's let's talk about how people can get a hold of Daphne and what to do and how to get a hold of it this is gonna go viral yes. I don't know I'm gonna be promoting the crap out of it Absolutely. so let's talk about what what people need to do today to get a hold of it um, so Ty and I are super excited that you could just go to DaphneLimoncello.com um, and you go to purchase and you uh, from there you can purchase one, but we want you to purchase both um, because as you can see, yes. both are enjoyable. Um, so please go to DaphneLimoncello.com. DaphneLimoncello.com. And soon um, we're on shelves in Total Wine and Emilio okay. in California. And should be uh, in Total Wine in Texas uh, okay. soon, uh, okay. in just a few weeks, and working on the Florida also. So we're in Florida, California, and Texas. So super excited about all of that. Excited. But you don't have to go to California. You don't have to go to Florida. <laughs> yeah. You can just, from yeah. the comfort of your home, go to DaphneLimoncello.com. So what about uh, what, any social handles um, yeah, already? Yeah, so Daphne Limoncello. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think... I think it's either at Daphne Limoncello or at Kashid Beverage, which is okay. C A S H I D. Um, you want to tell them about the the name or the name of the how we got the name for the corporate company, Kashid? Yes, that's a very interesting story. Also, so Taya's last name is Rashid, and my last name is Carter. So you put them together, you get Kashid. That's awesome. Well, actually, our kids came up with his name. So oh. Ty and I've been best friends for about ten years. And when we first started hanging together, all our daughters were all in dance, and we were together all the time. And so our daughters start calling themselves the Kashids. Oh, it's the Kashids, you know, family nice. night. Kashids are going to dinner. The Kashids nice. are doing this. So it was only fitting when we came together. Ty was like, "This is finally where this name is can fit." There you go. <laughs> that's nice. legacy, though. Yeah, um, absolutely. That is legacy. Sure, absolutely. Sure. So that's where the the Kashid beverage name um, came from. Beautiful. So we're just super excited. Oh, that's awesome. Now, and you also have. A, you're, you're building a fan base. Yeah. How you can be a lim? Like you, oh my gosh, my Nigerian brain just kicked in again. Yeah, limoncello sommelier. Yeah, right. So Called Molly there. Lemolier, uh, and where you can actually join um, the club and become of that. Also, Ty and I, along this process, I'm um, starting a blog called the Limoncello Life. Um, nice. So we also do blogs and do fashion, travel, and all of that. Because this is actually a movement mm -hmm. um, so that we can develop a palette that doesn't have to be like overmixed drinks, yeah. that we can think about being health conscious and keep it very simple, but at the same time, not compromise the flavor. Um, so we call it the Limoncello Life. Okay, it should be a it. lifestyle brand, ultimately. Lifestyle brand. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I can definitely see where this is going to be. This is going to be one. I so can't wait till I get a t-shirt and some other I stuff. Got, I, I got, got my got some some swag. Oh, yeah. I, have, okay. I got some swag. You can't have it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get you some swag. Right, please. please. You can share. 
<laughs> I need a little size husky and some stuff. Oh, yeah. But we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, guys, this has been fun. Absolutely. Um, I, like I mentioned, there's there's so much more that I know that we didn't get around to talk about. But um, it was very important to just have this beautiful introduction of you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you're very inspiring. Thank you. And you just warm our hearts with, yeah. you know, through everything. We talk about you all. And so it's so funny because you meet people on the entrepreneurial journey, just one that we've been on for over a decade as well. And um, obviously had lives before then, but our lives are so, I wouldn't say complicated. It's simple, but complicated, right? You don't get necessarily get a lot of people to really have conversations that's tied around business and the, you, being in love with each other and having a family and where they can relate that, to it yeah. and that yeah. that most yeah. people can relate to and so when we met you guys and we we ended up connecting we realized there was there was a lot in common from that yep. perspective yeah. and so um so we're definitely thankful for that i think it's something that i personally prayed for so it's um it's a beautiful thing um so absolutely and we feel the same way Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> so um, before we wrap up, um, I know you guys are working on some other things as well. I know that you have a, a, a nonprofit and, you know, is there anything else you want to share? We didn't even get to the business aspect of this thing, <laughs> you know, because we usually kind of wrap up with business and business, you know, business um, tips. And that, But I feel like just the launch of this product tells us how brave, intentional, and entrepreneurial you guys are. And I think those are the three words that I, are the three lessons I've taken um, from just y'all, y'all's entrepreneurial journey. Absolutely. Um, but it, yeah, if there's anything else you guys want to share about what y'all are up to and. Um, no. So, so um, those, for those that don't know, I have a twin brother, um, Dr. Sterling Carter, I'm one half of the Carter brothers, and mm-hmm. so a lot of the serial uh, entrepreneurial stories, stories or businesses that we have are, are shared. So I want to shout him out and uh, shout, out, shout out Sterling. And so we always have a lot of things going on, but I really um, am just excited about Daphne Limoncello and supporting what she's doing. And so, um, you know, there's we talk about relationships and there's phases and, and relationships where I'm just really so excited about that. It's like a baby for us. You know, like when you have a business, it really is like a baby that you grow on a baby and, and you get you start pouring a lot of energy into it. And so we're just ready for it to blossom. And um, you know, we 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 haven't even had a chance to go through some of the some of the help we've been through a lot of health challenges and some mm. things over the last <clears throat> through COVID and cancer and all of these things. And wow. so there those after those challenges you start to to realize what's most important mm-hmm. and supporting each other and and things that have brought us together so much closer. And so I'm I'm just excited about where we are in this moment and excited to be here with you guys and oh, share this time. Thank you. Yeah. So, and y'all talk on. about marriage and so I'm gonna end with marriage since he ended with business and relationships. And so I think in a marriage, everyone, both spouses need a coach, a cheerleader, and a champion. And so I just encourage spouses mm. to be that for each other. Mm. And in this particular season, so when Stephen came home one day and said, I'm quitting my corporate job to go to see, yeah. you know, entrepreneurship full time, I was his coach, his cheerleader, and his champion. Um, and now God has given us another season in which he's my coach, mm. my champion, and my cheerleader. That's beautiful. Um, so be there for each other. Mm. 
No, for Absolutely. sure. That's beautiful. And we're definitely going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a part two with the Carters, y'all. Yeah. Some, we got some bonus material. <laughs> yeah. Pat, do you want to share anything before I wrap up? No, I just, I'm just grateful. I, you know, I've definitely, uh, you know, have been looking forward to this for so long. And it was just, it was, it was everything I thought it was going to be and more. And I just definitely appreciate both of you. Oh, thank you. You know, for taking thank your time out and just uh, really, thank you. truly for enjoyed space. it. Thanks so. I, I mean, I'm, I think it's, like you said, you guys are blessing people, you know? Yeah. And so I know that y'all had a vision and, and a thought process of when you came up with the podcast. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the energy that you guys share, the wisdom, we listened to a few of the episodes just to kind of get ready for this. <laughs> but it's, I, I really think it's amazing what you guys are doing. So thank you both thank we you. Appreciate for what it. you're we doing. Appreciate it. We appreciate it. Love you all. Love you. Well, we love you all, too. Oh, we love you Absolutely. all, too. And you guys, that's it. Listen, we could be here another hour hanging out with the Carters, okay? And uh, I, we promise, you promise to come back for part two? Absolutely. We promise okay, good. You, you heard it from it them. after dark. I think we're going to have a girls okay, edition okay. and a guys edition. There you go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We can do it on location somewhere else. There this we go. On, oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think we should do an on location one during the um, during the official launch. And I don't, you know, I don't want to spoil the surprise. You remember the surprise yet? But we can definitely do something on location. So, yeah. okay. So your hair is making all these promises. They will come true yes. by God's grace. Yes. Uh, but you have been listening <clears throat> to Whitey Now with the Wednesdays Power Couple Edition. Where life, love, and business intersect. We've been talking to Stephen and Daphne Carter. We've been so blessed today, you guys. It has been amazing. I am full of emotion, full of rawness, full of inspiration. And I hope you are too. So we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.